everyone. I really hope you had a good time listening to Genevieve King's episode that just aired this week. She gave us such a lot of information. And again, it was from an industry I don't know much about, preschool so and early education. So just learning and listening to her and the advice and the wisdom she could share was unique and different than anything I think I've ever experienced as a host of the show. She really focused a lot on mindfulness, and this goes into her own life, her personal life, and how she achieves work-life balance as an entrepreneur, and she also weaves it into her origins curriculum. I wanted to focus on that just a little bit and talk about mindfulness, right? What is mindfulness? She talks a lot about mindfulness almost as a being present. You know, and when you look it up online, you say it says to be mindful is to be that is to experience the present to its very fullest without clinging onto the past or feeling anxious towards the future. So one of my favorite movies, as many of you know, maybe (laughs) is Star Wars. I love Star Wars. And in The Empire Strikes Back, when Luke goes to Yoda and is just figuring out it's Yoda because Yoda kind of tricked him. He didn't know who he was. Yoda is hearing Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice as a force spirit. And he says to Luke, I can't train him. He says, always is mine on the horizon, never on where he is and what he is doing. Kind of, I paraphrased it and switched it about. But that again was something that stuck with me always when I watch Star Wars because I think, oh my gosh, yes. He's, I'm always looking at to the horizon. I'm always thinking, what's next? What's next in my business? What am I going to do in the future, and that I don't want to make mistakes from the past, right? But it's really about being present and how can we incorporate that into our business and our lives. And Genevieve talked about meditation, which she explained an alternate view, which I liked, which is not sitting there and having your brain be emptied of thoughts, but really it's about how often do you come back and realize that your monkey brain is going to its fullest and going all over the place, right? So she talked about meditation a little bit, but I I kind of did some digging in the internet and I'll put these links in the show notes. But there have been quite a few studies on mindfulness. And the biggest one so far is in 2016, the Oxford Mindfulness Center. It went some way to proving that mindfulness-based cognitive behavioral therapy can have significant results in preventing relapse in patients with long-term depression. Now, if you remember with Taylor Bradford, She went into depression and the dark side of entrepreneurship in that episode, which we will link to again in the show notes. But maybe this is something that could help you as an entrepreneur if you struggle with the stress of entrepreneurship and running a business. A 2011 study published in the Psychiatry Research Neuroimaging Journal showed that mindful meditation really does change your brain chemistry. MRI scans showed growth in the hippocampus, which is the area related to memory and learning. And reductions of gray matter in the amygdala in people who meditated for 30 minutes a day. Now, 30 minutes a day, that's hard, right? Genevieve and I were talking about that. Like, you always say, oh, I can find that time. I can find that time. But 30 minutes to sit there and try to meditate? It's kind of hard. But guess what? There are apps out there that can help you calm. And Headspace are two that I really recommend if you're trying to get into meditation. Mindfulness can help fight disease. And that's what a team at the Harvard Medical School researchers set out to prove in a 2009 study. What they discovered is that meditation and yoga and mindfulness induce what they dubbed the relaxation effect, which over time 
effectively turns off the genes that cause particular genes with disease and turn on the ones that fight them. So that is cool. That is really cool. I love that idea because I'm always trying to fight sicknesses. So if if you do a lot of meditation and yoga and mindfulness, you can fight off disease. So two University of Michigan students published a paper in 2014 that put forward evidence that engaging in regular, regular mindfulness practices can help us dissolve previously held associations we may subconsciously hold relating to race or sex or any other characteristic to which we may instinctively attribute prejudice. So that is really interesting. And I didn't dig too much in that. I'm, again, I'm, this whole article about interesting studies on mindfulness is going to go in the show notes. but that is a very fascinating study as well. What I took away is really Genevieve talking about being present, right? Like mindfulness is just being present. And she talked about how you can use transitions throughout your day to practice just even seconds of it. Like washing your hands, something that is so common. You know, she talks about that and doing that with the kids in in the schools that she teaches. And it's just, how does the water feel going over hands? What does it sound like? What does it smell like if you use the soap? How does it feel other than just water? You know, and getting into the car when you're about to go somewhere, sitting there and feeling the 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 wheel, the steering wheel on your hands, that too, right? All of that is just so fascinating and so interesting that you can take it and pull it into your entrepreneurial life. What about sitting down at the computer, right? Sitting down at the computer when you're about to open it for the day and just saying, how does this chair feel on me? How does the mouse feel? How does this environment feel? What does this smell like right now? Is it dry? Is it humid? Is it hot? Is it cold? All of that is just examples of mindfulness. What I do when our house is running somewhat normally, so nobody's sick, there's not a lot of activity going on, and we've got a little bit of a routine, is I like to wake up early and I will spend some minutes in meditation with the Headspace app. And I will try to do 30 minutes of yoga. And that just starts my day off so much calmer and better than when I don't do it. So if I just sit down in the morning, I'm a morning person, but when I sit down in the morning, I just work. Or even if I work out, it's a little different than when I start my day very intentionally. I feel mentally and emotionally better equipped to handle changes and things that are thrown my way when I do the meditation in the morning and when I do the yoga. I just feel more centered. Genevieve also talked about gratitude. And there's a lot of science behind gratitude, right? So studies have demonstrated that at the brain level, moral judgments involving feelings of gratefulness are evoked in the right anterior temporal cortex. So people and then people who express and feel gratitude have a higher volume of gray matter in the right inferior temporal temporal gyrus. Now, I'm not (laughs) I am no scientist. okay? but basically what it means is gratitude in the brain. What it does is it wires and fires new neural connections to the bliss center enhances dopamine and serotonin, the neurotransmitters responsible for happiness, reduces fear and and anxiety by regulating the stress hormones, and fosters cognitive restructuring by evoking positive thinking. Wow. So this has all been proven by the neuroscience of what gratitude does to your brain. That's a lot, right? Positive thinking, happiness, reducing anxiety, Wires and fires, I love this, wires and fires new neural connections to the bliss center, the bliss center of your brain. There is a bliss center, apparently. And don't you want to tap into that more? So thinking about this now on a 
larger level, when we think about it as you, a business owner, an entrepreneur, how does this help you in your everyday life? And really what I took from it is it gives you a new perspective, right? It gives you a new perspective in your life when you have gratitude to say, oh, you know what? I could be so much worse. And maybe what it does for me is I think back and say, oh, remember that time when I had a million things going on in my personal life? And then on top of that, I was really sick. And then on top of that, I had, it was the holiday season and I had so many things I had to do for different clients. Oh my goodness. Or remember when I had all those PowerPoints that I was still working on for my course and I had to keep on top of that while I was doing other stuff. At least I'm not there anymore. And that gives me a new perspective. And I say, you know, it could be worse. I've been through worse. Or you could look at it in a much larger level, right? And say, I'm not in a war zone, like we talked about um, on the podcast. I'm not in a war zone. I'm not starving. I have food. I have water. I have a place to live. I'm not broke. You know, you can look at it in that way too and say like, what I'm dealing with when you look at these larger issues is actually not that bad. It can bring you a lot of clarity, I think, the mindfulness at least, clarity and where to go in your business. It can make you calmer, the gratitude exercises and mindfulness. So when that happens, when you're calm, you are more better equipped to handle changes that come your way, which I mentioned previously. You can get clarity on where to go in your business as well. So all of this, I just think, is a fascinating way to think about entrepreneurship and finding work-life balance, right? And maybe giving your business the better side of you instead of the stress to you where you always feel like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on. How am I going to get through this? Instead, you're thinking, hey, I've got this and I'm equipped to deal with whatever stresses come my way. So I do hope that you enjoyed Genevieve's episode. I hope that you're going to take mindfulness and practice of gratitude into your business and your personal life. If you have any questions, you know where to find me at Virtually Curie on Instagram. And I am Kiri Mohan on LinkedIn. Share your thoughts. We welcome them. Mm-hmm.